Greetings, friends, and welcome to today's Family Altar Audio Devotional. Our scripture reading today comes to us from the book of Ruth, chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. And the quote is by William Marion Branham from the message entitled, The Kinsman Redeemer. This message was preached on October the 2nd, 1960. We hope that you are blessed today as you listen. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, My daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee, that it may be well with thee? And now is not Boaz of our kindred, with whose matings thou wast? Behold, he wintereth barley tonight in the threshing floor. Wash thyself therefore, and anoint thee, and put thy raiment upon thee and get thee down to the floor, but make not thyself known unto the man, until he shall have done eating and drinking. And it shall be, when he lieth down, that thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie, and thou shalt go in, and uncover his feet, and lay thee down, and he will tell thee what thou shalt do. Now, notice closely now, when Ruth said, or Neoma said to Ruth, said, now he is our kinsman. And if you can find grace with him, you'll find rest. If you can find grace, you'll find rest. Boaz represented Christ, the rich man, the heir of all things, the Lord of the harvest. Oh, my how was Boaz come riding out there in that carriage, looking around over the fields, and his eyes fell on Ruth. He was master. He was lord of the harvest. And she found grace in his sight. That's what the church does today. While the lord of the harvest is going by, he ain't looking to big buildings. Big steeples, well-trained choirs. He's looking for individuals. Men and women who are dedicated and made a clean cut for Christ. Consecrated themselves to his service. God, I believe it, every word of it. When your word says anything, I'll stay right with it. That's your word, I believe it, every word. That's what he's looking for, the Lord of the harvest. That's what he wants to give the Holy Spirit to those who are hungered and thirsting. Blessed are you that hunger and thirst for you shall be filled. He's trying to find that church today. Now, then Ruth was asked to do something that was disgraceful. But she was willing because she had made her decision. What a type of the believer. What a perfect type. Neoma, the old church, said, go down tonight. It's barley season. Oh, what a beautiful thought we could hang on right there. Neoma and Ruth come in just at barley season. Barley season was bread season. The season when fresh bread was being served. And the church in this last days, through 2,000 years of pagan teaching today, has come in at barley season. Freshness of life. New bread. Honey out of heaven. Russell talk about honey crust bread. This is it. 
said, I am the bread of life. Your fathers did eat men and are dead, but I am the bread of life that comes from God out of heaven. If a man eats this bread, he'll never die. And the church in this last danger is brought in right now at barley season. Ruth, a Gentile, excommunicated, cut off, has been brought in as to be accepted as bride, Christ. Come in just at barley season. He said, now, put thy garments up on thee. Not take thy garments off of thee. How contrary to today. Gird thy garments up on thee when you go to meet him. He's going to whittle barley tonight. Go down and put your garments on you. Cover yourself up to meet him. Today they want to uncover themselves. Cover yourself. Go down because he windled barley. And then mark the place where he lies down. Did you do it? On Golgotha. Many years ago, I marked in my heart where he laid down his life. That he might take me. Mark the place that he lies down. Watch where he lays. That's what every believer should do. Mark what he done for you. Last Sunday's message on the visit to Calvary. Mark what he did for you. She said, Mark where he lies down. Then, when he lies down to sleep to rest, you go lie down by his feet. Not his head. His feet unworthy and take the blanket that he was covered with and pull it over you. You see it? Oh my. I know you may think I'm a fanatic. But that just suits me just right. That spirit of God. Mark where he laid Calvary. Where he laid down in the tomb. Gethsemane. Mark, and crawl up to his feet. Lie down and die yourself. There you are. Cover yourself over with his skirt. She said the skirt, she called it. And Ruth said, what you say that I'll do? Oh, what a clear-cut decision for a believer. What the Bible says that I'll do. It says, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. I'll do it. If it says, go ye in all the world and preach the gospel, they'll do it. If it says, whatever it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday forever, what it says to me do, I'll do it. See? The church taking its orders from the Word. She laid down. Now remember, that was a disgrace for that young widow woman to be laying by the side of this man at his feet. A disgrace to the outside world. Oh, can you stand it? Here it is. This is it. The church, the young woman, the young man, the older young, is asked to separate themselves from the world and come into a place, a kingdom of the Holy Ghost that's disgraceful to the world. In their own heart, they know what it's all about. But to the world, they become a fanatic. They become a holy roller. 
or something on that idea, some disgraceful name. But the church is asked to do it. Are you willing to mark the place and lie down? Let the world call you anything they want to. The old song you sing, I've started to walk with Jesus alone, see? Have for a pillow like Jacob a stone. Now take the way with the Lord's despised few. I've started in with Jesus. I'm going through. That's it. No matter, I'll pay the price whatever others do. If it means disgrace, if it means to lose home, if it lose, lose family, all your associates, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever it means, I'll go alone. I'll take the way. If my neighbor says I'm a holy roller, a Pentecostal, or a fanatic, I don't care what they say. It don't make one bit of difference to me. I've started it. I've made my decision clear, and I'm going through. Now, he was the only one who could give her rest from them weary fields of cleaning. Oh, it's so sweet. When Boaz, when he found her out in the field, I can't miss this. Boaz found her out in the field. He said, look. He said, who are you? He said, my name is Ruth. All the Moabite that come to sojourn with us. Yes, I've heard of you. You don't go to another fields. <laughs> I like that. Don't start mission trotting. Stay right here in my field. Stay with mine. <laughs> he loved her. Stay here. Stay with me. Don't go to running around from place to place. Stay here. If you believe the message, hang on to it. No matter what the price is, stay right with it. Go right on. If it means sacrifice this, that, or the other, and I have to quit my drinking, I have to quit my stealing, lying, I, I'm going to stay right with it. See? And he said again, he said, Now, they're not going to bother you because I've commanded the young man not to insult you. Amen. I like that. His protection. Who said that? The Lord of the harvest. Be careful. Don't touch my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. Is that right? For verily I say you be far better for you than a millstone to hang at your neck and drown in the sea even to offend the least of these, my little ones. Is that right? Don't even bring offense to them. I've commanded them not to touch you. Oh, watch that world. It's a persecutor. They got their hour coming. Then he went to the young man, the others. He said, now she's gleaning for life. Now I want you reapers, you angels. In other words, that's what they are. He said, I want you angels, you reapers, every once in a while to drop a handful on purpose. <laughs> Don't let it all be so tiresome for her. But every once in a while, let her hear a good message. Let a good power of the Holy Spirit cover over once in a while. To let her know that I'm still there. Amen. Do some kind of a healing amongst her. Show some kind of a sign or a wonder that she'll know that I'm in her midst. That's it. Don't you like to find them handfuls? I hope we find some this morning, don't you? A handful of fresh barley. The Lord do something that He used to do. Something that we know He does. He's Lord of the harvest. He's the only one who can drop the handful. I command the angels to go down to that meeting this morning. I want them to do a certain, certain thing. I've commanded them. And they'll do it. Oh, yeah. oh my. I hear she had to take on the disgraceful part. To lay down. Be called anything she wanted to. She could be called a prostitute, you know. She could be called an ill-famed woman, yet she wasn't. And she was following exactly the rules that was laid down to her. 
So she goes down and covers herself over with the cover that he had on. Where did she go? To the tomb. Where did she go? Where he was resting. That's where I found it. Down at the cross where my Savior died. Down there for cleansing from sin I cried. There to my heart was a blood applied. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. Where sinners plunge beneath the blood, lose all their guilty stains. Mark the place where he laid down. And lie down there with him. Are you ready to go to Calvary this morning as I said last Sunday? Have you marked the place in your life? Have you brought yourself to that place where Jesus is crucified? Oh, we appreciate that, but what about your crucifixion? Are you ready to take the way with the disgraceful name as being a holy ruler, a religious fanatic, or whatever, whatever the price is? Have you marked the place so you go there and lie down with him and say, Lord, here I am? Then what? Pull the same cover that was on him over you. A woman once said to our Lord, Lord, grant unto my two sons that one will sit on the right hand and on the left hand in the kingdom. He said, Can you drink the cup that I drink? That's the bitter persecution. Yes. And can you be baptized with the same baptism that I'm baptized with? Lay down. Pull the same cover over. Elijah was taken up. And Elijah throwed down the same cover that he had to cover Elisha with a double potion of his spirit. Same thing, just a double potion. Same power, no more, no more, more, no greater, just a double potion of it. Like Moses, when he was tired, his father-in-law said to him, said, you're wearing yourself out. Pray God to take your spirit and put it on others. And he prayed, he took the spirit and put it on 70 others. And 70 began to prophesy. They didn't have any more power. They had more machinery. They just had more machinery. That's the way it is today. One man can't do it. God's got his machinery working everywhere. But it's the same power. Same power. Same Holy Spirit. Same Jesus. Now, tuck the blanket, the Holy Spirit. When she died out to herself, marked the place where he died, where he laid down to rest, then she laid down and tucked the blanket that was over him and pulled it over her. And the man woke up. Said, Who's there? He said, She said, I'm Ruth, the Moabite. Thy hands made. And he raised up. He said, I perceive and know that you're a virtuous woman. Amen. Amen. Oh. Uh, Doesn't that just send a little shivers to your soul? Thou art a virtuous woman. What did she answer back? But thou art a near kinsman. Amen. 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 Thou art a near kinsman. You can do for me. You can put me to rest. I've come here and laid here, not for an immoral woman. I've laid here not to be a show-off, to show people I can speak with tongues, to show people I can dance in the Spirit, to show people I can shout. But I've come here because you are a near kinsman. Amen. Not to show that I can do something big, but you're my kinfolks. I've come because you're a near kinsman and you're the only one can redeem me. See the attitude of the convert to the Christ, to the church? See? See? Thou art my near kinsman. And he said, Thou art 
a virtuous woman. And I am thy near kinsman. Now, cover yourself up. Lie down until morning. Just cover up in that blanket. I'm your kinfolks. Lay there until morning. Resting. Amen. I am your near kinsman. Rest. Amen. When morning come, way before the break of day, she gilded up a great big bunch of barley, six measures, I believe it was, and put it in her, her little shawl and went home. And, and Neoma said, My daughter, after you raised up the altar and went back, now what's going to happen, Mama? What's going to take place now? <laughs> Rest! Hallelujah. Rest, Ruth, because the man will have no rest until he's done the full price of redemption. Amen. Amen. Right there's where I stand. Amen. He will not rest until he's done the full price of redemption to redeem you everything that you ever lost, everything that you was. Now remember, the law of redemption, as we're coming to the, close to the end of service, all the law of redemption is this, that before a man could redeem a lost property, he had to be the nearest kinsman. And the next thing, he had to be an upright man, a just man to do it. And then he had to be worth enough money to do it. And then he had to make a public testimony that he had done it. And from then on, it was his property. So now look, Boaz represented Christ. Now, Ruth represented the church, you, the believer. And now, God in the Old Testament, the only way that He could come and redeem what had been lost, God had to come kinfolks to man. And the only way that God could come kinfolks to man was be one of them. Amen. 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 We trust that you have been blessed by God's Word today. The devotional you just heard was derived from Brother Tim Dodd's Family Altar devotional book. If you are interested in a copy of your own, you can visit store.bibleway.org to order your own copy. If you would like to listen to more daily Family Altar audio devotionals and other spiritual message-related content that we produce, we invite you to subscribe to the 10,000 Worlds podcast or visit us on YouTube, Facebook, and on our website at 10kworlds.com. That's the number 10, the letter K, and the word worlds.com. If you feel that this ministry has been a blessing to you, and you would like to support us financially to help us deliver more and better content to you in the future, you may easily do so by clicking the Consider Supporting Us link in the description of this episode or visiting our website to learn more. It's okay if you can't support us financially, but would you do us a favor? Pray for us and share this episode with others so that they might be blessed as well. Lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell button so that you get notified when we publish more content like this. Thank you, and God bless you.